Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers tonight, George hasn't returned home from work, and Liz is in the kitchen talking to Katie, the maid. You know what day this is, Katie? Yes, Mrs. Cooper, it's Friday. Yes, but it's also April Fool's Day, and I just thought I'd warn you that I put an exploding cigarette in that package in the living room. Well, why warn me? Do you think I snip cigarettes out of your living room? Oh, why, no, Katie, but I noticed that you're smoking, and I just didn't want I to... might not make much here, Mrs. Cooper, but I can still buy my own cigarettes. <laughs> I don't stoop the petty things like stealing them. I'm sorry, Katie. It's just that you have a cigarette in your mouth, and I wanted to be sure you didn't get the exploding one. I accept your apology. <laughs> well, never mind the laughing, Mrs. Cooper. Help me find my upper place. <laughs> oh, there's one joke gone bluey. Well, this trick won't miss. Mm. Well, what are you doing, Mrs. Cooper? Mm. Kissing the handkerchief? Yeah, I want to smear it all up good with lipstick and slip it in George's pocket. I don't get it. Don't you see? I'll make some excuse and get him to take out his handkerchief, and then I'll just step back and let him try to explain the lipstick on it. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Cooper, that's an awful thing to do to anybody. Yeah, it's a dirty, sneaky thing to do, and I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> How are you going to plant it on him? You're going to help me. Now, when he comes in, I'll stop him in the hall, and you reach out to the kitchen door and put the handkerchief in his overcoat pocket. Oh, I feel like one of those, uh, what do they call pickpockets? A regular drip. <laughs> That's dip. Now get ready, Katie. You'll be home any minute. Here's the handkerchief. Uh, here you are, Mr. Anderson. A chocolate moth. Oh, hi, Mr. Cooper. Hello, Felix. How's the drugstore business tonight? Oh, business is fine, Mr. Cooper. Everybody's sick. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, uh, I want to play an April Fool joke on my wife, and I was wondering if you sell any of those uh, novelty gags. <laughs> like a glass of dribbles or, or itching potter or candy with soap in it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. Hey, why don't you try Miller's? They got some swell-loaded cigars. Well, that'd be fine, Felix, but Liz gave up cigars for Lent. <laughs> oh. Well, you might try the trick I paid on my fiancée, Imogene. We're engaged. Uh, I gathered that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I told her I'd lost my job and didn't have any money. <laughs> this is a joke. Did she fall for it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she gave me my ring back. <laughs> You know, that's a good idea, Felix. I'll tell Liz I lost my job at the bank. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she'll give you your ring back? No, no, that's too much to hope for. <laughs> but it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, here comes George now, Katie. Don't forget the handkerchief. That you, George? Yes, dear. It's me. I'm home. Oh, George, what's the matter? You look sick. Are you ill? No, Liz. I... You got hit by a car. No, honey. You were robbed. No, darling. You've been poisoned? No, I... Well, don't just stand there like a lump of putty. Tell me what happened. 
Liz, I lost my job. Oh, is that all? Is that all? Oh, George, what's a job as long as it isn't your health? If you'd broken your leg or something, it would be... You lost your job! Couldn't you just have broken your leg? How did it happen? They fired me, Liz. I foreclosed my last widow. They're already scraping my name off the door. I can't believe it. Yes, when I left, it was already down to George Coop. <laughs> but, George, you've been with the bank ten years. I know. Everybody felt terrible about it. There wasn't a dry eye in the place. Well, I should hope not. It even caused a run on the bank. It did? Yes. They were all crying so hard people thought the bank had failed. <laughs> but why, George? Why did they fire you? Well, the bank examiner discovered I'd done something wrong. <gasps> George, you don't mean that you... Yes, Liz, I put new points in the bank pen. <laughs> what? <laughs> April Didn't lose your job? Oh, of course not. Boy, did you fall for that. <laughs> George Cooper, that was a dirty trick. Well, you're not mad, are you, Liz? I sort of half expected you to play an April Fool's trick on me. Me? I wouldn't stoop to such a low trick. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, can I see you a minute? I'll be right there, Katie. George, uh, give me your handkerchief a minute, will you? Uh, well, wait till I take my overcoat off. No, don't take your coat off yet. Well, why not? It's warm in here. Oh, well, then why don't you take out your handkerchief and mop your brow? Liz, do you feel well? I feel fine. Matter of fact, I, I feel like playing a game. What game? Drop the handkerchief. <laughs> I think you've blown your top, Liz. George, kiss me. Yeah, do you mind if I take my coat off first? No, kiss me right now. Liz, if you're driving at something, I want to... <laughs> now I've got to take my coat off. <laughs> Look, I got lipstick on you. Give me your handkerchief, darling. No, oh, never mind. I'll take it off for the cleaning. Oh, give me your handkerchief. There's one sticking out of your coat pocket. Well, that's funny. I never carry a handkerchief there. Eh? Let's have it. I don't know how this got in my... Uh-oh, oh, that's not a handkerchief. Let me see it. It's uh, not a handkerchief. What is it? Uh, my shirt tail. I, I have a hole in my pocket. <laughs> Your shirt tail. How can you hold it behind your back like that? It isn't easy. <laughs> Let me see that, George. Why, it is a handkerchief. And it's got lipstick on it. Uh, no, it hasn't, Liz. Honest. It, it, that's not lipstick. Then what is it? Well, it, it, the truth is, I had a nosebleed today. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, that's it. I had a nosebleed. Your blood type seems to be tangy. <laughs> well, Liz, I might as well tell you the truth. Don't strain yourself. Mrs. Cooper, come here a minute, will you? Just a minute, Katie. Well, George, have you thought of a good truth yet? Yes. I mean, uh, this is the way it happened. Uh, you know Miss Johnson, that homely old maid secretary down at the bank? Yes. Hmm. Well, I accidentally bumped into her and some of her lipstick got on my cheek. She doesn't even come up to your shoulder. What was she doing, walking on stilts? <laughs> well, no. You don't really expect me to believe that, do you? All right. I'll tell you the truth. I haven't the slightest idea where that lipstick came from. You think what you want to. I don't care to discuss it anymore. <laughs> what are you laughing at? April Fool! <laughs> what are you talking about? That's my lipstick. I put some of it on your handkerchief and I planted it on you. <laughs> well, you didn't fool me. I knew it all the time. Oh, you are. 
Oh, George, you were so funny. Now we're even. Oh, husbands are so silly. They have such guilty consciences. Don't you know I'd trust you, George, no matter how bad things look. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Tommy, Katie. I'll be right back, darling. What do you want, Katie? It's about your April Fool joke, Mrs. Cooper. Oh, it worked beautifully. You should have seen George's face. You mean you've already done it? Yes, why? Well, how could you? I didn't put the heck. Katie! <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? Well, he didn't stand close enough to the door. I couldn't fit the handkerchief in his pocket. Oh, no, Katie. I've still got it. Here it is. What are you doing, honey? Come on into the living room and talk to me, baby. Don't baby me, you monster. All right, George. How did the lipstick get on that other handkerchief? I don't know. I thought you said you trusted me, Liz. I did, and look what happened. <laughs> I thought it was a scream when I had one handkerchief with lipstick on it. Two of them ought to give you a real laugh. You should be ashamed of yourself, George Cooper. Look, Liz, I've been framed. <laughs> Outside of this house, I don't know what a kiss is. Scientists don't know what electricity is either, but they know how to use it. Stop. I thought you were the one who wasn't jealous. I'm not. I merely have a healthy curiosity. Well, for the last time, I don't know where that lipstick came from. Ha! <laughs> Look, I'm getting fed up. Do you believe me or not? All right, George. All right. I believe you. And that's the last time we'll hear of it? Yes, George. Good. Now, let's go to bed. All right. George? What? George, George, wake up. Hmm? What's the matter? Was it the blonde cashier at the bank? Oh, Liz, this is the third time you've waked me up. Now cut it out. Was it Anita Allen, Elaine Abbott, Dora Allberg, the A1 Cleaning Company? No, couldn't be them. Where are you getting those names? Out of the phone book. I'm going to find out who it was if I have to go through the whole book. I'll go to sleep. All right, Cooper, start talking. What, what are you doing? Don't shine that bright light in my face. This is a third degree. Now, start talking. Who was it? Now, stop it, Liz. You, you've been pestering me all night. Now, will you please let me get some sleep? Well, all right, George. I won't ask you any more tonight. Thank you. Good night. Oh, no, that isn't the alarm, is it? Yes, and now that it's morning, George, who was it? Oh, <laughs> Hey, George. George, wake up. I tell you, I don't know where the lipstick came from. What are you talking about, George? You went to sleep right at your desk. Huh? Oh, oh hi, George. Uh, I didn't get any sleep last night. Liz found a handkerchief in my pocket with lipstick on it. Oh, George, you sly devil, you. <laughs> I have no idea where it came from. Hey, George, George, this is Joe, not Liz. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, it's a shame. Shame? <laughs> yeah. As long as you got arrested, it's too bad you didn't get to enjoy the crime. Very fun. Oh, don't worry, George. Uncle Joe's got a great idea. I'll call Liz and tell her I planted the handkerchief on you for April Fool's joke. Now you're talking sense. And it's all settled. I'll call right after you get home tonight, and the minute she hangs up, she'll fall into your arms. Good. Oh, don't say, I almost forgot what I came in here for. Atterbury wants to see you in his office. Yeah, oh, all right. Uh, don't forget to call tonight. I won't. 
Did you uh, send for me, Mr. Atterbury? Yes, yes. Come in, George boy. Understand you had a little uh, trouble at home last night. Well, uh, yes, but how'd you hear about it? Uh, well, <laughs> things get around. <laughs> oh, you devil, you. Oh, not you, too. I have no idea who put that lipstick on my handkerchief. Oh, of course not. Who was she, boy? Listen, I said I don't know. But if I find the moron who put that handkerchief in my pocket, I'll punch him right in the nose. Oh, I don't think you would. Not much I wouldn't. Well, here's my nose. Start punching. Are you the moron? I mean, did you do it? <laughs> April Fool! <laughs> oh, it worked better than I thought. Well, I should say it did. Liz is furious with it. Yeah, no. <laughs> She kept me up all night, quizzing. Yeah. <laughs> well, frankly, Mr. Atterbury, I don't think it was funny. If you want to see me on business, I'll be in my office. Oh, Goodbye. No. Don't go away, mad boy. Well, that poor guy. I was do something to straighten it out for him. Mrs. Cooper, you can't stay out here in the kitchen all night. I'm very happy reading this book. I don't care to sit in the same room with you-know-who until he explains how that you-know-what got into his you-know-where. <laughs> you mean you're going to stay here until what's-his-name explains about what you call it? <laughs> yes. And don't worry about me. I'm not the least bit upset. And I'm enjoying this book. Do you always hold the book upside down when you read it? What? Oh, well, I wish I did know where that hanky came from. I'll get it. Hello. Hello, Liz. This is Joe Ridgely. Oh, hello, Joe. Do you want to speak to George? Hey, well, gosh, I don't know if I dare. I, I hope I haven't caused him any trouble. What do you mean? Well, yesterday was April Fool's, and I put a handkerchief in his pocket with a lot of lipstick on it. You did? Yeah. And then I forgot to go ahead with the trick, and he went home before I remembered you weren't mad, were you? Me? Mad? Oh, Joe. Well, oh. some women would have blown their top. Joe, what kind of a wife do you think I am? <laughs> I did see it, and George said he didn't know where it came from, and that was the end of it. Yeah? Sure. Well, I, I just thought I'd call in case anything went wrong. Well, thanks for calling, Joe. George? Yes, Liz? That was Joe Ridgely on the phone. Oh, now do you believe I didn't know where that handkerchief came from? How did you know what he told me? <laughs> I was listening to your end of the conversation, and I put two and two together. Oh. Well, George, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right, Liz. I understand. I guess I was just a mean, jealous, nagging wife. Yes, you were. <laughs> Well, you don't have to agree with me. Now, honey, now, don't start crying. Do you forgive me? Well, I I guess so. Kiss me, George. I promise never to be jealous again. Scout's honor. Honey, you just don't appreciate me. I'm as trustworthy and loyal as an old dog. <laughs> George. What? <laughs> Let me sit on your lap, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn it, I'll get it. Well, 
Hello, is that you, Liz, girl? Oh, hello, Mr. Atterbury. How are you? Fine, girl, fine. But I have some explaining to do to you. To me? Yes. Yes, about a little April Fool joke I played on George. Oh, you too. <laughs> I just heard about another one that was played on him. What did you do? Uh, I slipped a handkerchief with lipstick on it in George's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> anything unusual when you put the handkerchief in George's pocket. Like what? Like finding you were shaking hands with Joe Ridgely. Why, well, I don't know what you mean. I just wanted to be sure you understood, Liz. Oh, I understand perfectly. Oh, then everything is all right. Everything is just ginger peachy. Good. Joe Ridgely said he put the handkerchief in your pocket. Now Mr. Atterbury comes up with the same story. Which story do you want me to believe? What now, Liz? Which friend has the phony? <laughs> I can explain. Mr. Atterbury was telling the truth, and Joe was just doing me a favor. <laughs> Being jealous again. You're darn right I am. Well, what about that scout's honor? Shake hands with an ex-brownie. Liz, I've told you the truth. If you don't believe me, I'll treat you like the child that you are and put you over my knee. You wouldn't dare. Oh, what the... Come on. What over you my dog, knee. I won't let you... Now, you're just crying because I hurt your pride. And that isn't all. <laughs> Gee, that hurt. I never got spanked that much when I was little. Well, when you were little, there wasn't that much to spank. <laughs> First you smooch other women, then you beat me, and now you say I'm a big fat cow. You're a big fat cow. See, you admit it. Well, George, if that's the way you're going to act, there isn't room for both of us under this roof. I'm leaving. George, I said I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> now, don't you try and stop me. Who's stopping? I'm going to leave right now. Well, I'm leaving. Okay, okay. I really am leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. For the last time, I'm leaving. I said goodbye. Goodbye. Next time, I'm going out the door. Go ahead. Oh, you heartless beast. Just for that, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Go ahead. Give me another one. And this time, make it a double. I'm going to drown my sorrows. But, Mrs. Cooper, that's your third lemon Coke. <laughs> I know, Felix. I don't care what happens to me. Felix, men are beasts. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. And George Cooper's the biggest beast of all. Well, I always thought he was a great guy. To you, yes. But to me, he's cruel and nasty. She is. And I've left him forever. She is. Do you know what he did, Felix? He beat me. He was. I had a feeling you'd say that. Liz, there you are. Gee whiz, I've been looking all over for you. Don't speak to her, you cad. What? Liz, I didn't think you were serious about leaving. Come on home. Felix, will you tell Mr. Cooper I'm not speaking to him? She's not speaking to you. Oh, look, Liz. Throw me, please. Well, tell her I apologize, and I'd like her to come home with me. 
He apologizes, and he'd like you to come home with him. I'm not going home to a white beater. He's not going home to a white beater. Oh, for heaven's sake. Go for heaven's sake. <laughs> Tell Mr. Cooper he's wasting his time. You're wasting your time. I am not. He is not. I refuse to continue this exchange of banalities, and I will consider it a favor if he will remove his person from this vicinity. I refuse to... <laughs> you care for a malt, Mr. Cooper? Now, Liz, cut out this nonsense. Now, Liz, cut out this nonsense. You keep out of this, Felix. You keep out of this, Felix. Oh. Cooper that I... Why, George Cooper, how are you? Hello, Charlie. Say, I'm glad I ran into you. I've got your overcoat. What? Yeah. I picked it up by mistake at lunch yesterday. You must have mine. Here's yours. Oh, thanks. Let me see that. Oh, George, it is your coat. I hope you didn't look in the pockets of my coat. I had a heavy date the night before. <laughs> What about those other stories, Mr. Atterbury's and Ridgely's? Oh, they were just friends trying to help me out. Oh, George, I'm awfully sorry. Well, you should be. I'll bring your coat down to the bank tomorrow, Charlie. Uh, oh, all right, George. Oh, give me a Coke, son. George, will you, will you take me with you, please? Well, all right. Oh, thanks, George. You're so wonderful. She is. I'm sure glad they made up. They're swell people, aren't they? I don't know. I never saw them before. (laughs) (laughs) How come you had his coat? Search me. He stopped me on the street outside, handed me the coat, gave me ten bucks to come in and say that. favorite husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.